0: magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm
1: Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a
0: podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello and welcome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just switched the zoom view because I didn't want to Look at stare at my face.
0: Oh yeah, I, I did that a little earlier. Mm. So uh how are you yeah. doing? How's everything going? How are the kittens?
1: Oh yes, I got we we adopt we rescue animals and the last one was a huge fail because we were supposed to be fostering and we kept all four kittens. Aww. but considering that we have fostered like twenty kittens this season, this kitten season, I guess it's not so bad. Anyway, they're great. But what <laughs> what cards did we pick last oh, week? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so this is, if you're new to the podcast, this is when we talk about the cards we drew last week for this week. This past week and um how they sort of played into what we experienced in our lives so i drew the ace of wands from ellen dugan's Witches tarot and you drew the sun from which tarot deck was it Mm,
1: great question the
0: muse
1: i don't think so the light it was a different one no
0: the witches the modern witches tarot
1: no you know what i don't know what it was well it was the sun We may never know. Um, yeah, you know. I guess. Yeah, if we if the sun was reversed. Oh, okay, okay. So, but that just meant I've always heard that like the sun is a very positive card, regardless. But it uh-huh. just may be like there's some blocking or resisting your. Well, light. like the eclipse that we had, oh, the yeah. the lunar eclipse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing, as always, I guess, a lot of work on myself. And it's been really, it has been very positive. And I can see how it is like, it's positive, but it's still a little, um, you know, it's like I'm training myself more and more to feel more and more of my worth in situations where I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had this really amazing meditation. Is everything okay sound-wise? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Tess gave me the thumbs up and case <laughs> Brett leaves this in. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is, oh yeah, so I've been doing really... Listeners will know I've been doing this meditation, various ones where I go back in time and I either relive it or I imagine it happening, like relive it, but with love for myself and like support for myself or like do a whole thing, like add a whole family that I didn't have actually, but program my energy field and my subconscious to feel like I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Which and change really those works. memories in your brain, even. That's
1: right. Brain mm-hmm. and energy field, and like how you feel. Well, I guess, you know, who's to say which comes first? Probably scientists. But for me, I say <laughs> <laughs> that the energy field is where I feel it. um But it is supposedly also changing the pathways of your brain. But, um, Anyway, I had a really remarkable one where I went back to when I was this hard memory from when I was three, and then I imagined my mother just like deeply looking in my eyes with love, which is something I never really saw from her Aww. in my, uh, um you know, actual reality that happened. But she was doing that, and then all of a sudden, I saw her her own shame disappear and then I realized my shame about myself was actually her shame too like I was kind of I took on her own shame and like possibly even the shame yeah also she's saying yes the shame of my ancestors like yeah old shame that was just like you know birthed and birth and birth without even, you know, no, without consciousness, you know? Yeah. It was very powerful to see like, oh my God, this isn't even mine. Wow. And then ultimately it's like not even hers either. And by doing it, I really feel like I lifted from the ancestors too, are helping them. And I'm going back and doing it again and again. And it's like very, it really has changed a lot <laughs> in my wow. life. Just even little things like whenever I get ready for anything, like for instance, coming here to do the podcast, I notice that I feel a lot of, I've talked about this before with you, where if I'm before getting ready for anything, I have a lot of anxiety, just like, oh, I'm going to be late or like oh, this right. like late thing, which really was very true in my family. They always were like, if you're late, if you're 15 minutes early, you're late. Like, that's how everyone was just so anxious. And I all of a sudden notice like, oh, wait, I have a choice here. I don't have to do that. Like, I don't have uh, to go into that energy. And it still is, like, a thing where it's not like, oh, I feel 100% fine about this. But it's like, oh, I can see – it's like I can see the fork in the road, you know? Yeah, like I more options because you're not, like, so –
0: in, in that immersed. energy it's not you you don't you don't think it's yes. you
1: anymore yeah i didn't even think about it was just like oh okay this is what I did. and i would like notice like, okay where am i holding tension okay okay yeah but it was still just like okay i'm doing this in the midst of that but this was more visceral it was like oh wait what if i didn't even do that like what
0: if yeah I, it's which- like this heavy weight you've been carrying that you put down
1: It almost seemed part, And then the brain is like, well, you can't do that. You know, that's when the, I'm saying all of this for people who are making any kind of habit changes, which I've been talking Uh to a lot of people about this week and last week, the inner critic has been so present. And so I've been talking to them a lot about like making habit changes, like divorcing from the inner critic, you know, and and making these changes. And so that's why I'm bringing this up too, is like, it's It is choices in the moment sometimes. Sometimes it is just powerful where it's like, oh, I don't even have to do that. But anyway, it is like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go. What if I just didn't freak out right now? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me felt, this last thing I'll say, is part of me felt like I have to be frazzled in order to get here on time or get anywhere on time.
0: Yeah. I can really feel parallels to the way I experienced the Energy that we tapped into last week, too, like the dawning of joy. Like we tapped into joy in our cards, mm, but like yeah. that there are certain things that are changing in order to really open up to that. And the parallels that I see are really intense. Like one of them is that I toned down caffeine this week um, after we spoke to Luis. So I'm still having tea, but not coffee. And I did oh. have a withdrawal day. Oh, you too? Um, I did. I had a headache. I felt weepy. Uh, But like on that same day, I was tapping into well, actually, before that, I started tapping into how I can draw upon energy in a different way than caffeine, like how caffeine Uh has this energy of like, because it, it's adrenaline, it's like fear sort of, like it yeah. sort of gets you into that fight or flight, like, okay, now I'm going to do all these things. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what if my yeah. motivation, what if I didn't feel like I needed that kind of energy because I could draw upon a different kind of energy? That yes, was like, this is the same right, thing. It's different. Yeah, it like came to us in different ways, but yeah. like mine was kind of physical body based, like where is that like relaxed sort of buoyant energy and i am able to tap into it It, it's just that first when i'm like wait where's that caffeine i'm like i don't what if i didn't what if that wasn't driving me what if it was something else and that feels really joyful because it's like then it it incorporates more of my body yeah 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 Yeah. instead of just like this it's just all there it's like oh isn't that this but there's yeah but there's more. So I also on the day <laughs> oh, I wait, had <laughs> There's more. <laughs> on the day I had my um uh withdrawal where I had the headache I was reading I was at the end of burnout which is that book that We talked about last week about the stress cycle
1: (laughs) that I told you to get you told
0: me about, and then you haven't read. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good, but um, the authors uh, were talking about um, the inner critic. They talk about the inner critic as the woman in the attic, like from Jane Eyre. Like what, and they talk about it in a feminist way. Like they meant the feminist aspect of like, what's that? What did you develop in order to deal with? having these impossible standards as a woman in our culture like what if you tap into that inner woman who's your inner critic like you're not thin enough and you're not doing enough and you're not giving enough you're not compassionate whatever that is you look too old yeah yeah whatever all those like who is that and how can you uh visualize that and I actually wasn't able to visualize that as a woman for some reason mm. like I, I still need to work on that to me that my inner critic is often a man <laughs> I don't know oh. like yeah. anyway they I've never needed I felt like I needed to make my inner critical woman till they recommended that but mm. the point is I was able to tap into with so much compassion it was connected oh. to that withdrawal like my little like six-year-old girl yeah. who was like suddenly like oh no I'm growing out of my genes or like oh, I yeah. what if I'm not you know just like how painful that is to be a little girl that's suddenly like I'm not gonna be pretty enough I'm not gonna be you know like I just can't be enough like to start to tap into that at such a young age and that made me cry so much too
1: oh that's good yeah it's healthy yeah yeah it sounds like you are really able to support yourself through that yeah Yeah. because you have a good like a uh not healthy like in a judgmental way like a substantive, is that a word? <laughs> um, <clears throat> inner parent. Oh
0: like. yeah. Yeah. It just uh and just feeling how there are just so many ways that my little six year old it for some reason it was six. I think I feel yeah. like I often tap into my four year old when and or my inner thirteen year old or something, yeah. but this six year old I was just really Tapping into this week and just feeling like she just felt so overwhelmed and so unsupported in so many ways. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's all. It was weird how much it was connected to this flow of healing that had already started. Because remember, last week I already was toning down caffeine, even though I hadn't even spoken to Luis yet, and I even didn't want to tone it down.
2: (laughs) I did. I just like did
0: because. Yeah, because my stomach uh, was, it was just all connected. Oh, like, I do really remember because you
1: ate or something. Yeah, was, on you know, Thanksgiving.
0: What, yeah, yeah, my yeah, stomach I was see. all like, ee, and I knew it was caffeine. Um, So, yeah.
1: That's so all interesting connected. to see that that's why people drink coffee, because I'm always like, why do people drink coffee? It's such a big thing. I wish it, effect- it affected me. But now I'm realizing it's just what I naturally feel all the time. <laughs> Right. I know. Yeah. And I also,
0: I listened to Luis's podcast where he talks to a biochemist about what caffeine does to your body on the day also that I was having a withdrawal. I was like, this will help me to like continue to taper it off. But yeah, I was thinking that exact thing. I was like, no wonder Natasha doesn't want this because it is like that. It's, it kind of just makes your, you tense up and feel panic. And then that's your sort of, I mean, of being. Yeah. I mean, it can. I do feel like it also makes you excited, but it's like the mechanism in your body. And then it also overwhelms your body. Like at some point, it just like your body can't cleanse itself of all the hormones and the chemicals Uh that it's creating in response to that adrenaline.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure I said that that, wrong. And Louise's podcast is called um, Holistic Life Path. Holistic Life Navigation. Thank you. Holistic Life Navigation podcast. I mean, he's like isn't he just the best? Yeah. I mean in all his posts I'm like oh my god on Instagram every word I'm just like oh this is so nurturing and helpful. But I will
0: say that like I do have to tune out of that like because I didn't hear a lot of it but there was stuff about nutrition and since I can get so obsessive about it like no sugar or I'm going to eat this every day and that you know, like I just can really like I ever since I read the fuck it diet, I'm like, you know, I need to be a little careful. I don't maybe yeah. should not listen Again, to this too often. your inner
1: parent is <laughs> really doing great, a great job over there. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I will say he doesn't always talk about nutrition. I haven't heard every podcast, but there's a super great one about regulation where they don't talk about um, nutrition at all. Um it's all about co-regulation. Uh, I'm t- I'm like so nerding out on this whole thing. I'm going to start my training as a somatic experiencing uh, practitioner. Um, but also I just got this book someone mentioned on there about the polyvagal nerve, like, Basically it's all about exercises for soothing your nervous system and for oh. for being able to regulate your own nervous system. Wow. Yeah. And every word I was just like, Oh my god, oh my God, this is so amazing. Um so great. Shall we move on? Yes. Let's move on. Let's do it. Well, let's just talk about the fact that we're going to be doing a manifestation course in January that we're super excited about. And we talked on the phone about it this week. And after a little bit after we talked, I was like, I said to Tess, this is a great class. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. I'm so excited about it. And um, we're basically, it is about manifestation, but it's about on a deeper level, how do you clear out what isn't working, love yourself more, bring in more self-worth, bring more joy in, in a variety of ways, feng shui, clutter clearing, um, shadow work, self-compassion work, Um, and so yeah, if you'd like to do it, it starts January 11th, and if you sign up for our mailing, our waiting list, Mm -hmm. were you confused by january 11th
0: yeah wasn't it sooner is it not sooner Mm -mm. oh okay
1: It's January 11th, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll be there. Um, and there's going to be live calls as well as the classes themselves. We will pre-record and then we'll have live calls um, and many other things. So you can sign up for the waiting list, and you'll get a discount um, when we first announce it only to our mailing list, which is well, you can do it at MagicMondayPodcast.com, right?
0: Uh Is that yes, sign up for the the mailing
1: list and the waiting list. I meant the waiting list. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yes. You, uh, yeah, sorry, not the mailing list. If you sign up for the waiting list, we'll tell you first off. Yeah. Cuz we probably well, we'll talk about that later. I was going to say anyway, it doesn't matter. Waiting list, great. Do it. Thank you. We <laughs> love you. <laughs> And,
0: and we also want to talk about Goddess Provisions, which is a subscription box that is just so great and so perfect. So it's yeah. like five to six full size items. There's crystals, candles, tea, um, wall hangings,
1: type... books, Yeah, runes. chimes, I mean, what the heck? Many, it's different many. every time.
0: Yeah, and it's eco friendly, it's vegan, they plant a tree for every box. They sell. is just really great. So you can learn about that. Go to magicmondaypodcast.com and click on the uh, goddess provisions banner at the right so that we can get a little commission. And you can also find a link in our Instagram link
1: at Magic Monday Podcast. Yes. Um. Okay. So what do we do? Oh, we're going to do calls. I mean, Questions, um, questions, next. and we do have a call. If you would like to leave us a voicemail and ask us a question, you can go to 828 333 7181. That's 828 333 7181. Tess likes me to do it twice. Do it twice. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, and or you can email us a question, which we also love at magicmoneypodcast.com. Go to the there's a little ask a question button at the top. Okay, so let's listen to our first voicemail.
2: Hi Tess and Natasha, Um, this is Amanda. My question is about addressing my inner adolescent. So I work from home, um, like probably a lot of people now, um, and a pattern that I've noticed is my desire to avoid wanting to sit down and get my work done. Um, A lot of times I want to hide and just watch Netflix and kind of feel like I'm playing hooky um, and be responsibility-free. And this becomes a problem whenever I need to meet deadlines. um, Then I end up scrambling to get work done. When I investigate this feeling um, more, it feels a lot like my young adolescent self saying, I don't want to do that and you can't make me. And when I think about myself at around that time, It was a really hard time for me. I felt a lot of pressure to perform and achieve and be perfect for everyone. Um, My parents divorced whenever I was young, and I think I've always felt pressure to kind of make them happy by being perfect. So how can I work with her? How can I show her that I'm an adult and I can handle responsibilities? Maybe she wasn't equipped to at the time. Or maybe how can she show me where I need to loosen up and have more room for play and adventure um, and fun? So thank you guys so much for everything you do. We appreciate you so much. Bye.
1: Okay. Thank you for this question. I was, you know, when, um, before we were on here, I was just telling Tess that this question about procrastination and, you know, trying to force ourselves to do things um, has come up, not just procrastination, but really, spoiler alert, the inner critic so much that I actually wrote an Instagram post about this before I even heard this call. So, and what I said on there was if you think of yourself as a procrastinator or you have no willpower or it's just hard for you to do things, then the inner critic is the one who's, or, who's quote unquote, helping you organize how you get things done. Because to me, it really sounds like what you need to, I mean, first of all, you're so self-aware. I mean, she was just like... I think this is my inner adolescent, and she comes from this time in my life when I, you know, like really knew where it came from, and all of this so self-aware. So this is perfect. I mean, this is when you want to have a conversation with your loving inner parent, you as modeled by Tess earlier, (laughs) (laughs) um, to your inner adolescent, and you can. I always say there's two great ways to do it. One, you can let her speak out loud, like speak as her, like, fuck you, I don't want to get anything done. (laughs) I don't want to do this. And then switch chairs. It's always nice to put your hand on your heart or some kind of loving touch to get you in touch with your inner parent and then respond from there. Like, yeah, of course you don't want to get anything done. You had so much pressure to get things done or whatever it is you want to say, but just validate. And then it sounds to me like you could negotiate The terms with her, like, well, what would you feel like doing? Or, you know, how I I really need to get this done so that we can have money coming in. So what would be a good schedule? Let's uh, just like you would a regular teenager, you know, like, let's sit down and talk about this. Um, I've had to have those kind of conversations with my teenager who, you know, sometimes is feeling very overwhelmed with her work. And so we're like, okay, let's figure out what's a nice plan where you won't feel so overwhelmed, where you'll feel supported or like, you know, whatever it is. So again, just like a lot of kudos for you for being so self-aware. And it sounds like you just like she needs a lot of, um, support, love. Um, appreciation for um, all the work she did as a teenager um, when you felt like you had to um, overperform in order for everybody to feel okay.
0: I have a couple thoughts. What about also asking or, or telling your inner adolescent, hey, you don't have to do this. I'll do it. What do you want to do? You go hang out with your friends <laughs> and I'll <laughs> go shopping and I'll do this. And then afterwards, we'll go do like some, maybe a little bribe here. Nice. Like what does the inner adolescent want? Afterwards, we'll go, we'll eat some ice cream or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Perfect. We'll go binge watch this show after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Like leave it to me. Like put her in the little, in the back seat a little bit so she yeah. can go. Yeah. I love that. Perfect um any other thoughts about it
0: no but I do think bribing oneself or giving mm-hmm. oneself a gift is good I did that when I had to go to the dentist because I knew that the mm. crown was a real bummer yeah. <laughs> it feels very bummer uncomfortable mm-hmm. so I was like what do you want and So I got myself this really pretty bracelet on Etsy like this is my dentist present mm-hmm. and so when I was at the dentist I was like Oh, yeah, that bracelet's coming in the mail. I know this sucks, but I'm going to have that bracelet.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You are such a great inner parent. Oh, Maybe thank you. Maybe you will feel comfort, comfortable with this. But a lot of times I will tell people, and this is what I do for myself too try to find examples of loving mothers in your environment or examples mm-hmm. of people who really are loving to themselves and then model that for yourself or bring that energy. So maybe you want to bring in some of the Tess loving Oh, and thank energy. you. Oh, good. You like it. Yeah, I felt uh, really good
0: about accepting that compliment oh, for some good. reason. good. <laughs> That's great.
1: Because I
0: you're... think I don't think you have any ulterior motives with it. Like, why would you lie?
1: <laughs> I actually think she sucks. <laughs> Listeners, I'm just trying I to build
0: her I can believe that one. That one I can believe. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> it's true. you a really great example. Thank you. Okay. So now we have a, a new question. So this listener says, I love your podcast and really am feeling a calling towards this path, but I'm really struggling. I have recently discovered the term aphantasia, which describes the neurological phenomenon of not being able to create images in your mind's eye. I've always known that I haven't been able to create those pictures in my mind. I don't have enough science to prove it yet, but I know there are others like me. This is making it difficult for me to shift past the skepticism and move forward. It also really hinders my ability to manifest and meditate. What advice do you have that can help me shift past this and create magic in other ways? Do you want... Who do you want to go first?
0: Well, um you go because you said you have a similar thing with not creating pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah, I have a few things to say. First of all, um I hadn't heard that term before, so I don't know if that's actually, you know, what you feel you have or if because that's a broader term we learned that doesn't just include not being able to create pictures. But I'm going to go with what you said that you haven't been able to create like pictures. So, yeah, I am not a visual person. I'm not, um, I forget, is it clairvoyant where you see pictures? Yeah. Yeah. So I am claircognizant, clair, um, audience, um, and whatever the feeling one is, sentient, <laughs> clairsentient. Um, I, I have those very strongly, which is how I'm a, energy reader. Um, but visuals have always been like, something I haven't been great at. I mean, I sometimes I do like and if I do, I'm like, Oh, this is coming in really strongly, because I'm actually seeing a picture. But generally speaking, no. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. I I don't I What my feeling is, honestly, just on a On a clairsentient level, (laughs) is that you're being really hard on yourself, and there's, um, there is like a big layer of judgment on top of it, like, oh, I can't do this. I can't see, so therefore I can't do any of this stuff. Um, but actually, meditating, I feel like might even be easier if you can't see because <laughs> you can't, you know, get distracted by a bunch of pictures in your head. You're trying to still the mind and just get to your highest self where you're just the witness and, you know, seeing, not just focusing on nothing. Um, So that, I guess, is what I have to say. Oh, and as far as manifesting, I mean... Especially the way we're going to teach it. I mean, manifesting is more about... how I look at it is more about feeling. Get, than yeah. Getting into anything. the feeling
0: and the vibration. Exactly. exactly. The expectation. Sometimes,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes people even get distracted with like, okay, it's got to look like, like say they want to manifest a car. It's got to look red and it's got to look just like this and this and this. And I'm always like, no, no, no. Like you can definitely write down what it is you want. Sure. But I find the best manifestations come from feeling into how am I gonna feel in this car? How do I want or even pe- like how will it smell? Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. as much as you can get into, you know, not that seeing it will hinder you, but sometimes people can can get a little bit too caught up in the visual. And it's really about the feeling, how much getting into the feeling of, oh, I deserve this and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, the so, whole point is to trigger the
1: feeling. Yeah. Not the visual. Yeah, so whether I, I,
0: you yeah. use the visual or you use something else. Um, I mean, I talk about, uh, I have a blog post, actually, visualization for people who think they can't visualize. That's yeah. not, no, it's that's not it. It's called um. The Absolute <laughs> Beginner's Guide to Visualization or something. But that's basically what it, because I get this question a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I talk about in that post and or maybe my book, Holistic Energy Magic, I can't remember which, is when you crave something, that's like a visualization. It's not, it will, it, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, it's not like you, you probably might not see a chocolate bar, but you can, you. Can taste it. You're like, oh, I know what that yeah, tastes like and I want that. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like that. Or, or like if someone asks you, hey, how do you get to the library? And then you tell them how to get there. Like that's just, you may be visualizing it. You may just know it. But that's, just, it's just being able to access something that isn't actually physically there, whether you do it visually or you do it another way. And then the whole point again is to get into the feeling as if it's already present in your life. So, what does that feel like to be like to know what kind of car you have now in your driveway if you have a car or a bike or whatever it is that you already have how does that feel that exactly. how, what do you do what do you picture what do you or or what do you hear how do you know that you already have that like that's mm-hmm. kind of what you want to get into when you're manifesting
1: yeah exactly and doing any kind of magic. I'm also curious if what if you dream and how that goes. Because my really, I've already said this, but I keep getting it, is my gut feeling is the, if you want to call it a block, I don't love that word, but the the thing hindering you really is more the judgment about it than anything else. And I have a feeling if that left, you might be able to find you see more than you thought you could.
0: Because, again, and I, do I find... still
1: sometimes do. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say I, it's not my main thing, but sometimes I will. And But I have a feeling if I was like, oh, God, I can't do that, then I would never be able to do it.
0: Well, I do notice that uh, some days it's easier for me than others. And so some days it's real easy to access images when I'm Mm -hmm. manifesting. And then when it's not, then I'm just like, oh, I'll just do some affirmations, just kind of like do something else to get into that vibration.
1: Yeah. And again, with manifesting, it really is about what you feel you deserve. So Getting into that, like, how can I feel I deserve more, is the better question than, oh, my God, I need to see it. Mm -hmm. You don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. New question. This is from Winter, and she says... Hey Tessa Natasha. First off, I want to thank you so much for this podcast. I listen to it whenever I'm stressed or down and it always serves to make me feel better. Uh-huh. I have a situation. I've been reading tarot and stones for several years now and I've always found that I get my best readings and I'm more fully able to connect with cards when I'm high. Recently, I've been developing anxiety while high and have been unable to read the cards or do anything else, really. I'd like to be able to gain the same level of immersiveness and connection with my cards without inebriance. So my question is this. Do you have any advice, any meditations, rituals, or tools that you would suggest? Thank you so much, and I hope you're both having a beautiful and fulfilling day. Would, do you want to say something about it?
0: You know what I would suggest. Uh, what came to mind is this um, musician that oh. I feel like always puts me in a trance. I feel oh. like that it kind of it's an altered state, altered state of consciousness, and that is Anu Gama. Oh, so okay. he has a number of albums. My favorite for this purpose would be Shamanic Dream. Mm. number one and then also shamanic dream two Mm.
1: okay what about (laughs) three um,
0: (laughs) no and then there's one called um oh what's it called tantric something Tantra, I don't know, something about tantric. Anyway, that he has a lot of albums and they're all great. And so I would mm. tra- maybe start with shamanic dream and meditate, light some candles, light some incense, breathe. And I believe that that will help you get into that, a similar altered state of consciousness of being high.
1: Mm. Well, my feeling about it is that before getting high made you anxious, it allowed you to open up in a way that you aren't allowing yourself to when you are sober. So it kind of like opened that channel. So I would suggest trying to meditate. Well, it sounds like you, you know, really need to deal with your anxiety of like giving yourself a lot of love for that anxiety and helping yourself to bring it to a more manageable place if you're having a hard time. Um, maybe you were saying you were have, you were only high. You were having a hard time doing anything while you were high, maybe not just I in think a general she, state.
0: I think okay. she said anxiety also
1: in general. Okay. Um. Anyway. Um. The But yeah, so don't smoke if it's making you high <laughs> or don't do any of that if it's ma- I'm making you anxious. I mean, not high. Um. But that's my suggestion. And then just trying. I mean, it is helpful to be able to get into that Openness when you are sober. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to be able to have access to that. Mm-hmm. So, I it really is just a matter of trusting yourself. And it sounds like you really get into this zone when you're high, when you when it didn't make you anxious, where it was like, "Oh, I feel the flow, I'm in the flow, I get I'm getting my information." But you always have access to that information. It's just it was easier when you were high. So, doing things like meditating, I like to I you know, I like to say put a cord from your crown chakra at the top of your head to a big sun above you or like your highest information, however you want to picture it, feel it coming down and then just maybe free write without thinking, like ask your guides, like, um, okay, here's my question. What do you want to say? And then just free write. Um, but start to or look at the cards, if the cards are what you like and just say, OK, if uh, Tess always uses this one a lot, like if I did know, what would I think? Yeah. And so just trying to because, yeah, the, the pot really was just one way to access it. But you always have access. It's a matter of practice, trust and starting to get that channel open um, when you're not high and connecting um, so, yeah, to your body med- too and,
0: and the earth element you want to anchor into the earth I think dancing too for me like when I do mm. meditative dancing if you put on a song that's maybe not um, like a dance song but it's more of like a heartfelt song sort of thing and then just let your mm-hmm. body move how it wants to move that to me really gets me into the flow and opens me up and puts me in an altered state so that's another idea
1: but you don't have to be in an altered state. Like when you do Akashic readings, you're not in an altered state. Or a well, trait.
0: I do think that to some extent, yeah, when I do, oh. I mean, I think we are. I think to some extent we are. We're like tapping into, we're opening our crown chakra, we're opening to all that is. So not altered mm-hmm. state like you can't drive a car, but altered state yeah. like, you know, your brain waves are shifting into like I'm in a reading state kind of thing.
1: I see. Yeah, I would say because you and I experience it differently, as we have discussed, like I'm more like, so you might call that an altered state and I might call that just how it is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 But I, yeah, to me, I think it's actually a more open state that then needs to be just shut down a little bit to operate IRL. Well, and but, there, mm. I, and I think
0: also what I mean by altered state is that it's shift it when we get into that space to a reading space. It is different than, um, like a yeah. reasoning sort of like what's the right That's answer? True. You know, like math, like yes. doing math problems. It's not the same no. as that.
1: No, right. That's tr- Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but it, I would just say it just takes practice of, yeah, you could even imagine, how do I feel when I'm high and I'm getting that information? Okay, putting that feeling in my body and seeing how, oh, yeah. like, uh, yeah, that yeah. really just can Yeah, you, can you could it.
0: smoke an imaginary joint. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. You couldn't okay. feel it. Next, questione, which we... Well, okay, this is from Courtney, and she says, what exactly is deja vu? Um. Okay, I'm not going to read this just because Um, that's really what the question is. Okay. <laughs> that's all it is, is. She She said she's had a strong suspicion that she's dreamed about an event before, or had some sort of vision about it, but can't entirely remember, and was wondering if either of us knew of a magical metaphysical explanation for deja vu um thanks for sharing your perspectives she said so did you want me to go first yeah you go first on this one i don't know the answer Um, to this well i don't know it either for definitively (laughs) (laughs) but i mean my feeling whenever it happens is two things one i always feel like i'm in the right place like i'm in the flow when it happens and two kind of like when things are in sync if i have deja vu i'm like oh okay I'm going with the right with the flow. I mean, we're always in the flow, so maybe that's confusing. But it just kind of feels like extra. Like almost like putting your foot on the pedal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. ooh. And maybe I went a little bit too much on the pedal. The uh, <laughs> have I ever what? more more high. <laughs> <laughs> like put it like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you lost me on that. I I smoked before this podcast. JK didn't. Okay. What I mean is like, like you're extra in the flow to the point where you're going extra fast in the flow. Does that not make sense? Like, mm. um, you know, like, and it's like, oops, I went too far. Like I went too far. Oh,
0: I see. Getting ahead of it. I already know this yeah. like somehow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That's what I mean. Like it's just like, oh, I'm so in the flow that I went, and then I went, yeah, into almost the future timeline.
0: Ah, um, oh, interesting. Like, okay. Oh, back here, <laughs>
1: like I saw the, the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm just laughing at what I was about to say. I saw the front from the back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we know that's what deja vu is everyone <laughs> I will be deja vu explained
1: dissertation on this uh, <laughs> TED later top. Yes, that's, yes, that's right. <laughs> but uh, you heard it first okay listen nobody fucking knows <laughs> <But> what, <laughs> what I think it is is a timeline kind of like crossing each other like you were in this there's no such thing as time and we're in this one timeline and then with deja vu it's like you get a little ahead of it yeah but you're looking back <laughs> what do you think it is <laughs> I'm just like seeing this like, like you feel uh, like you saw it. you feel like you've seen it before but it's just because for one second you went ahead of it right right does that yes. make sense Well,
0: I mean, sort of. I mean, I understand what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know if it makes sense or not. There's no way to know, but, um, (laughs) but I do think, (laughs) I do think of um, time as a merry-go-round where it's like, (laughs) and (laughs) then we're smoking pot right now, actually.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but, like yours but is like, much better than mine time's a merry go it's not it's not at all
0: but I'm just gonna <laughs> add in that like okay, this is the way that I think of time not existing so we we great. think of time as a timeline but really if you imagine standing in the center of a merry-go-round it looks like the outsides are moving but really it's yeah. also just like all part of one thing and so that we like are this Continuity instead of like just appearing in this one tiny little part of the timeline, and so I don't really understand mm-hmm. how that might play into deja vu, but maybe somehow <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll layout. And I have no idea what that, what that relates to the question, but I mean, well, I guess what just... you were saying did make sense. Like, if you were in the middle of the merry go round, and then and then we combine my metaphor of you got a little faster ahead of the merry go round, like you're in the
0: You see the front from the back. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We have all these like slides projecting on our TED Talk of like a merry-go-round. And then the (laughs) words, you see the front from the back. (laughs) So if you'd like to
1: ask us more questions. (laughs) And then everyone knows.
0: (laughs) We all know what Te is now. all right well
1: sorry we apologize (laughs) right we tried tried, Courtney it also took us a long time to answer that question so sorry for the payoff (laughs) that's what it was we're were sorry to everybody for that Uh, okay well here we are okay now moving on from questions it's time for the energy report. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. New year, new energy report song, and there may be a few. Oh, okay. I may just mix it up, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. I won't try. You, I, okay. I totally
0: All right. will allow that.
1: Okay. All right, here we are with the energy report Where I talk about what I see as the energy trend Coming up for the week Based on my clients from the past week And myself feeling into it Um, Okay, it's been a rough couple of weeks I would say for a lot of people Um, I am going It has mirrored like the beginning of the pandemic I think I said this last week I don't know anymore But, um I'm thinking about doing actually a full moon, um, energy tune-up zoomies to help people. Um, well, I was just going to say to help people like reclaim their past selves, <laughs> like reclaim their power. Um, I'm really seeing this right now, which is why I- I'm saying it now. Ugh, I keep hearing this thing in my headphones. Um, Reclaim their past power Because what's happening really right now Is a lot This Just this inner critic like I talked about before Has been so It's almost like um, The inner critic has come in with like a fire hose And just Put in in that energy Into a lot of people's spaces
0: Oh yeah
1: Which is why last week my suggestion was Vacuuming it out um, And then filling up with gold light Which again your Please, you can do that. Um Also, what's happening is there's a lot of Gemini energy, which can, G- Gemini gone wrong, is like a lot of brave, well, is the inner critic in a lot of ways. Um It's also Capricorn, but it's like real like bounce, bounce, bounce. Oh, right. Thoughts, right, thoughts, right. Thoughts, right. thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. And if you're in an inner critic mode, then that can get out of control. Mm. Um, which, and a lot of people have been merging with their inner critics, hence why I wrote that post about procrastination. It's like, then people are getting mad at themselves that they're not doing the work or, you know, getting stuff done and whatever. So I think I am going to do that Zoom where we're reclaiming our power from our highest selves, from our future self, from our, from just every version of ourselves in our highest state. So to energize the field, um... With this nice energy, why are you laughing?
0: I just keep thinking about the Joshua conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. <That's> okay.
1: <laughs> like is it what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so yeah. So but for this week, what I want to do is let's just repeat the vacuum. And then also, which was, yeah, just imagining a vacuum at the bottom of your grounding cord, vacuuming out all that energy you don't like, and then putting it in front of your aura and exploding it and filling up with gold light, as you do. But then also, (laughs) what I would like is some celebration of self, some acknowledgement. Oh, my God. It's the end of 2020, and I got here. Yeah. Sure. I didn't explain deja vu very well, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. So every little way that you can acknowledge and celebrate yourself or even just acknowledge, hey, I did that. And that was okay. I showed up, you know. And I <laughs> am <and, laughs> just trying to do this segment while well. Tess is trying not to laugh. I'm also. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's totally okay. It's great, in fact. Um, but yeah, so what was I gonna say? Now I'm off track. But Oh, basically... you
0: were saying to celebrate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There was I think I think <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's all falling apart. <laughs> Guys, we are taking two weeks off at the in December and yeah. apparently we need it. Um but yeah, to, oh, what I was gonna say is um just like throughout the day, even just acknowledging, okay, like I handled that well or like, hey, I did that. Just little things will help diminish the inner critic.
0: Or like, um, I'm being and, kind to myself. That's like what yes. I talked about last week of instead of like, oh, I need to love my body. Why don't I love my body? Is like, how about if I change that to being kind to myself? That's my exactly. intention. That's my goal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, And really just bringing that up as much as you can, too. And if when you celebrate yourself, the inner critic's like, well, that's stupid, or whatever, then just acknowledge like, hey, that doesn't feel good. May I be kind to myself. Yeah. Um, But really, what I really would love is to write down, have everyone write down, like start the day writing down four things. That they like about themselves, that they celebrate about themselves, or that they handled in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not over yet, but it feels really appropriate right now to start to bring in some of that flow. It's kind of like what Luis was talking about last week was when you notice where you're holding tension, then put focus on where you're flowing where oh, e- yeah where, where energy's moving, yeah, so it's similar to that. It's like, okay, you notice you're inner critics around, but how about we also we put our attention? on something we feel good about something that's yeah. going well and let the energy move in that direction yeah and just being like you said being kind to yourself if it's hard to do or yeah something like that comes up
0: yeah I love that I can see that the that Gemini full moon with the eclipse was man I had a lot of thoughts and a lot of energy and I even had started yeah. tapering off the caffeine and I was like why do I feel so wired I felt really yeah. wired and just yeah like rushy on and in kind of wonky on the full moon too
1: yeah on the
0: the Gemini full moon, full moon. it was two no Monday oh, right night
1: I said full moon for um uh for what I was gonna do on Monday but that's actually new moon new I moon. said that wrong um, but, um, also Gemini is in the South Node right now, too. Oh. So that is also coming up for people, is actually, um, what, Brit- I just talked to Britain about this, our resident astrologer, and she was saying that wherever you have um, Gemini and Sagittarius in your astrology chart is where you're going to be feeling the eclipse energy.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, that
1: Gemini is really coming in. Oh,
0: and because I have a Sagittarius moon, that might have also been part of why I was feeling, really feeling that full moon.
1: Yes, yes. And and it's not over because we're going to ha- be having a solar eclipse. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. In Sagittarius. On, yes, exactly. On Monday. So it's still happening. Um, so being real kind to yourselves because it's all that both of those are getting really activated. And if you, did I already say which, whatever houses? Yeah. So if you can just look up your astrology chart. And then just look at where the houses are and that's where you might be feeling Like for instance, Sagittarius is in my 10th house, which is like career and putting myself out there and showing up and stuff like that. So that's where I would be feeling like, oh, okay. Yeah. little, a lot of that energy. All right. Added a little astro lesson in there. Nice.
0: (laughs) Okay. So now is it my turn?
1: It sure is.
0: Okay, so now it's time for practical magic. Okay. You guys don't so know,
1: but whenever Tess says that we both look up Look to up, the up side. to the side and yeah. smile. Yeah. Just <laughs> allowing the energy of that song to fill us.
0: <laughs> so, um, so this week this is what I'm feeling for this week is tuning into the body in a balancing and nurturing way, so being kind to your body, taking care of your body, and
1: it <sighs> sounds good.
0: Yeah, and this I do want to say that, like I touched on earlier, there's a lot of baggage attached to that in our culture. Like for me, that for me, part of that is like being really uh, not super judgy about what I might eat or drink and like letting Mm. it just kind of be what it is. But then also being like, you know what, that's gonna make me feel good to eat that. And that's gonna really Mm. nourish my body, but to do it in a way that's balanced and not obsessive. Like I just know I need to be careful (laughs) with that. So whatever that means for you, like how you can deeply care for your body and Mm. keep in mind whatever kind of, what you know, what you've learned about yourself as far as how you can do that in a balanced way. But, um, it's really not so much, what I'm talking about is not so much about like you have a green smoothie or something like that, but about setting the intention to nourish your body and Mm -hmm. tapping in intuitively to your body. And, um, you can work with a crystal, like set the intention with a crystal, maybe hold it in Mm -hmm. sunlight or for a couple minutes, or if you don't have sunlight, you can, Hold it up to a a candle. And Mm. then, and I'm thinking of these are the crystals that came to mind as far as helping you align with your body and nourish your body Um, garnet, agate, Mm. ruby, hematite, carnelian, jasper, or smoky quartz. Those are the ones that all come to mind. So if you have one of those already, Choose the one that speaks to you as far as just, like, connecting with the earth, connecting with your body, establishing balance, taking care of your body. And um, and then you can also do stuff like gentle yoga, sea salt baths, dancing, deep breathing.
1: And what would you do with the crystal? Like, put it in your bath or, like, how would you oh, work with it?
0: Well, you could carry it. You could meditate with it. And if it's jewelry, you could wear it. Okay. You could take a hike with it. Mm. Take you know? a hike. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love taking hikes with crystals. Like, I'm just gonna go for a walk and I'm gonna hold this crystal. But oh. you can also like like I do like to <laughs> just hold crystals while I'm watching TV or, you know, put one in my pocket of my robe at night.
1: We were just talking about how both of our desks are covered in crystals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Because sometimes things. I'll be like holding a crystal while we're talking and then the other day I noticed Tess did this like she was talking and she raised up her hand and she had a crystal and I was like oh Tess does
0: that too yeah I just was like noticing that my desk has so many crystals on it now yeah. and I was like I need to really thin this out like this is a lot mm-hmm. for my desk and I was like I don't but I can't choose any of these that I don't want yeah. on my desk so yeah
1: I want every single one of these.
0: <laughs> Here's a smoky quartz that was just calling to me, for example, of one of the ones that will align us with the energy of the earth. But yeah, it has to do with like all of what I'm talking about has to do with balance of mind, body, and spirit. So that daily work that you do, it's like bringing the body into all of that, into your Mm -hmm. energy work, into self-love. I'm really feeling that too, since I've been toning down the caffeine, like how I just have access to more energy flowing through my body and you know what I learned is um the headaches that you get it's because caffeine constricts the blood vessels in your head and then when you have less of it there's more blood flowing through your head it's like that's I kind of want more blood flowing through my head right yeah (laughs) it seems seems like it should be flowing through my head so um so yeah that's practical magic for this week
1: I like it thanks uh (laughs) Alrighty, So a little housekeeping before we uh, pick our cards, right? Mm-hmm. So you can find me at highestlighthealing.com, highestlighthealing.com. I slowed it down because I felt like I went too fast. You can schedule a reading with me there or sign up for any of my classes. Um, they you know, independent classes. And what else? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook on at Highest Light Healing. And where? And- oh, yeah. And I'm probably I am going to be doing the Zoom um energy tune up. So you can sign up for that on my website, Highest Light Healing.
0: And yeah. you can find me at Tess Whitehurst.com. That's where you can Find lots of free guided meditations and spells and rituals and magical inspiration and sign up for my newsletter. And you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst.
1: I think we are going to be interviewed, but I don't know when that's going to come out. I guess we'll talk about that when we know. Doesn't she do it live? Oh, Yeah, but then I think you can watch the replay. Yeah. You're right. What is it? Trisha Carr Charmed Life? Yeah, Trisha Carr Charmed
0: Life, and that is this Friday. If she puts it live. Wait, in a little
1: bit? This next week, right? Oh, next week. Oh, right, because we're Monday. That's right. Sorry. I was like, what? I have a reading schedule. (laughs) I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. So next, we're talking about next week, Friday the 11th. But this week, if you're listening to this. (laughs) Right. This week to all our listeners. Yes. When we're recording this, it will be next week. But for if you're listening, Charmed Life, Trisha Carr. We'll put the link in the notes. We will be talking about COVID deniers. We're going to get controversial. And
0: QAnon. Yeah.
1: That's right. Um, otherwise we've mentioned all the places, but you can also find us at Magic Monday Podcast on um Facebook, Magic Monday Podcast Listeners Group, if you would like to go on there and talk to other listeners and we pop in and that's how it is. Yeah, right? you can do it. If you want to ask talk more about deja vu and get our <laughs> extreme expert <laughs> opinion on it, go ahead. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to pick from Tales of the Mystical Cats this week.
0: Ooh, and I am picking from The Magic of Flowers Oracle, which I wrote.
1: You wrote it, and you can get it at your website.
0: You can, or on Amazon, or wherever you buy books. Mm -hmm. So I, can I start?
1: You sure can.
0: So I drew Daisy, which is Simplify is the message. Health, Mm. simplicity, purification, wealth. I like it. Yeah. So rather than, this is what it says, rather than adding or doing something in order to experience the most positive resolution or outcome, it appears that it's time to let something go or to simply be. If the exact meaning of this is not immediately clear to you, it might help to ask yourself the following questions. Is it possible that I'm making things more complicated than they actually need to be? Is there an obligation, goal, or relationship that I can let go of in order to better support my peace of mind and general well-being? Am I operating under the belief that something needs to unfold in a specific way when in reality it might serve me better to leave the details up to the universe? Am I acting from inauthentic beliefs, beliefs that are not intrinsic to my true divine self about how my life or this situation should look? Is it time to clear the clutter in my home or workplace? What can I let go of in order to immediately feel more harmonious in the situation? Daisy reminds us to come back to the beauty and simplicity of the moment. So there's more, but it is about relaxing and letting go and just being. I feel like just being is such a message right now that I am really tuning into of like, that is also doing something. It's like just being. You yes, know.
1: it's process. Yes, exactly. It really is doing something, and also we don't need to be doing something all the right. time, right? For God's sake. we just can
0: just be like we're just fine. We're just like this is not about yeah. proving our worth here. This is about being
1: just being. Yeah, like when you see a flower in the road, you don't go, "What the fuck is that flower done lately?" Look at it just sitting there. Yeah, I'm exactly. This episode. Okay, well, I picked the emperor cat. (laughs) (laughs) How cute! So cute! Um, It is just the emperor, but boy, this cat is on this throne, and he looks like he belongs there. I also (laughs) think it's interesting that I picked this card because I've been kind of talking about end of the year, and the emperor is the card of 2020. Oh, right. I remember in the beginning of 2020, I was talking about it a lot, even through to the middle, it kept coming up as a theme. So it's real full circle, especially astrologically speaking, the three planets that have been um, together, conjunct in Capricorn, are leaving, starting to leave. Oh, They're going to be in Aquarius in a oh. week, which is okay.
0: Oh, what is that? Not good. It well, seems like that would totally, be
1: good. It's great for everybody else. <laughs>
0: it's but in not my twelfth
1: house, which oh. is it's a little challenging, but that's okay. I'm here for Saturn. I'm I'm here for it. Well, Saturn's coming in, and then Jupiter's going to join it. Um, <laughs> it's like Saturn got the invite first, and then Jupiter's going to, you know, pick him up from the party later. You look confused. We well, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: think I'm the only one. I I imagine <laughs> other people don't really know what that means, like Saturn the, and Jupiter at the party. Do you you don't have to explain I was just it.
1: pretending that because they're gonna be together again in Aquarius that they were going to a party. You see? Like that they were in a party <laughs> in Capricorn before?
0: I guess what I Oh, okay. So now they're going to be at a party in Aquarius. So that means yeah. that they're going to be more open-minded and oh. civic-minded. Oh. That's what well, I was trying to like, well. I so
1: see. What? I see. I was just talking about the party. Tessa. Oh, I, wasn't I see. wasn't trying to there, get was no, there was
0: no deeper meaning. No,
1: absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> They've been okay. at a party, well, now they're going to a different then party. Then I understood
0: it. Then <laughs> never mind. I'm not confused anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. Good
1: thing we're taking those two weeks <laughs> off. I think we need it. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's going to mean a lot of different things. That is too much to go into in this moment. Let's just put it that way. But I picked the emperor. (laughs) So it says other things. But I'm going to just say that the emperor, in my feeling, is really about, like, healthy masculinity, setting boundaries. Actually, it is kind of Saturnian. um, Being um, clear about what you want yeah setting those boundaries feeling good about it and this says oh yeah he knows who he is is what it says the empire is vast and his responsibilities great yet each one of us feels truly seen when the emperor's wise gaze falls upon us true leadership combines heart and mind for the benefit of all and it says the cat's advice is to hold fast to things you know are righteous and good use your power wisely for the benefit of those in your care if you're in the one in need of support make sure those you ask for help are worthy of your trust in either case set firm boundaries don't give away your own power um i feel like this is really more of this my instinct is like this idea that i talked about of celebrating yourself is actually really important to bring into like the heart of the emperor you know like instead of having that inner critic being like making all the rules setting all the rules making all the boundaries like bringing your heart into it your softness into it so you can set so you can do the things you want to do from a loving emperor place a loving healthy masculinity place
0: And like enjoying being the boss of your life, enjoying your authority over your
1: life. You're the boss of your own life. Yeah. That's what that cat is really seems to be. That is really a hashtag boss. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for (laughs) being here. We love you. I love you and appreciate you. I call that an altered state, and I might call that
2: just how it is.